guys. Welcome back to Allergic to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. And we're so glad you joined in to listen today for our final episode of Genesis. The grand finale. Oh my goodness. I can't believe we made it. So if you enjoy our show and want to hear more, please be sure to give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts. We love to have you join in for future episodes. Um, but today's episode, we're going to be recapping Genesis and how far we have come in our podcast journey. We have. <laughs> we're not just talking about going through the book either it's been no it's been a huge challenge it has learning curve we've had some cringy moments cringy moments <laughs> some mm. very cringy moments so if you're still with us thank you right if you remember any of those cringy cringy moments um be the- <laughs> why is it falling i was like why is this drooping? it's just slowly falling down so we're back after our technical difficulties <laughs> referencing the cringiness we were just talking about <laughs> yes are you good are we all refreshed and we're ready refreshed to go and ready to go <laughs> we've been trying to start this episode for how long two hours <laughs> okay yeah no an hour well one hour probably I got here two at like, i got here at like 10 till six it's 10 till seven it's fine no two hours this is fine wait i don't know it's fine so yes if you're still here after all of the chaos chaos cringe cringe and downright hilariousness because we are it's true (laughs) we thank you yes (laughs) so we're recapping genesis on this episode just in case you're popping in and you don't know anything about us i'm victoria she's whitney um we're just two normal people who have a podcast randomly we wanted to read our bible more and to get more um into god's word and grow closer to god and sometimes it's very difficult to do on your own absolutely we figured starting a podcast doing some little research into things by ourselves and together and talking them out loud and having other people listen in will be really helpful for others as well exactly we are not teachers in any aspect clearly clearly we're not teachers clearly we're not even podcasters (laughs) It's the microphone problems we had just now. <laughs> oh, yes. But we, um, our podcasts are raw, unedited for the most part. Um, and we just want to have a good time and talk about God and Jesus and everything. So, yes. Anyway, we're jumping into our recap of Genesis. Yeah. Where we're talking literally just about the first book of the Bible. So, starting off with what is Genesis? What is the first book of the Bible? Genesis is kind of like, I don't know, I guess the way I talked about it in the first episode was kind of like we're getting our foundations. We're seeing for the first time definitions and examples of sin, of love, you know, all those things. Yes. Mercy, judgment, justice. Yes. All all the foundations. Literally everything that we hear about after Genesis, we learn about in Genesis. It's laying those doctrinal foundations. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to make a note. Genesis was widely thought to be written by Moses, um, who is actually coming into our next upcoming episodes. Yes. We're going to be talking about Moses. So, um, it's retrospective in his point of view. Exactly. But it does not sound that way at all. No. It's like very in person in it the is. moment. Yeah. Like very verbatim f- yes. what things were said. It's As, kind of crazy. Yes. So um, <clears throat> we have section themes of Genesis, which go through, 
you know, the creator, the sovereign king, God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis. Everything was created by him. Um, identity and origins, talking about um, man, how they were created, how woman was created, all in God's image. <clears throat> Sin and misery, talking about the flood, talking about the Tower of Babel, talking about specifically the fall. Yeah. Um, the promised redeemer, which Abraham's promise, Abraham's promise from God <laughs> talking about the promised redeemer. Yeah. Yep. Um God's chosen people, i.e. the nations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the many nations yep. that Abraham was going to bring forth. And then living by the promises of God, which was basically the whole end of Genesis, which is where we see the unfolding of that covenant promise coming not to fruition, but it's just being pushed forward. Yeah, exactly. As exactly as God said it was going to happen. Yes. So running through the timeline of Genesis, I tried to do this off memory. So we're probably going to be glazing over a few things. Yeah. But we're going to hit the high point. Yeah. And by all means, please go feel free. Go back. Re-listen to the episodes. If you haven't listened to the episodes. Yes. Talk. Listen you know, to the episodes. Listen to the episodes. Get dug down deep with us into our rabbit, rabbit holes. <laughs> Bring a shovel and a snack. Yes. <laughs> because there's some tangents. We have to do some rabbit hole episodes eventually. Yes. <laughs> But so we start off in Genesis 1 talking about the creation of the world. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The very first verse of Genesis, the very first verse of the Bible, tells you everything you ever need to know about your origins, about the origins of the universe, about where you came from, why you're here, um, can all be found in that first verse. Um, then we go into the creation of man. Man came from dirt. From dirt. I just, I really like that uh, reference. It just kind of puts things in perspective. You a know? creature of the dirt. Exactly. To defy like, the one true God. Exactly. Yes. Um, so God created man in his image. He then created everything else, all the animals, all the beasts of the field, and man named everything. He did. And then he was like, I need I need somebody because I wasn't made to be alone. So God plucked a rope from him and made woman as a helper for the man. And we went into detail about this helper. Yes, because I think uh, oftentimes people misconstrue the fact that, you know, wives are just to quote unquote submit to To their their husbands husbands and, you know. Nope. Helper has been referenced as other things jesus references a helper being the holy spirit so woman is to fill in the gaps where man is lacking um and vice versa exactly so it's a great partnership it is a great partnership both were made in the image of god yes one is not lesser than the other exactly so i love the fact that in genesis that god was with them in the garden yes physically in person with them in the garden how amazing that they didn't have to wear clothes <laughs> i don't like being naked so i well sin makes you not want to be naked. i know i know i'm not a nudist i'm just saying <laughs> she's naked <laughs> i am not naked she's not naked we're that close friends but, but not that close <laughs> anyway uh yes god was with them in the garden and then we come to the womp womp depressing part yeah. of genesis the fall the fall where Satan embodies the snake and tells Eve, hey, eat from this and you'll be like God. Yeah. And I saw something today and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. 
It was a like a reel on Instagram. Yeah, I sent it to you. You sent it to me. Mm-hmm. What did it say? It was about how you know we're seeing we see evidence in that first chapter of of, of Genesis in those first few vo- verses that mm-hmm. man and woman were made in God's image. Yes, and now we have this other creature, the, the devil. likeness of God. Yes, we were created in the likeness of God, God yes. in a sense that we are like God. Yes, we already are. You already are. Yes, even now we are still made in His image, and the serpent, you know comes along and the devil manipulates the serpent to tell him tell eve you know if you eat from this tree you will be like god we see him manipulating his words and turning them but we can't already have what we already have yes she was trying to find something that was already given to her exactly the devil manipulated her thoughts into thinking that she was missing something when in actuality she had everything exactly so that's the sad part of the fall is that we were ripped apart from god and we were cast out i say we because humans. we as humans we yeah. were cast out from the garden it was closed off it was been guarded by angels yeah a cherubim was it a cherubim i think yeah <clears throat> same angels that guard the throne of god mm-hmm. so um then we go into life outside of the garden actually no no before the curses. that the curses. the curses yes which i mean ties into the life outside of the garden yeah. You know, and it's really interesting, I think, anyway, to like read through the curses and like when you think about like how relationships are today, maybe not specifically like personally yours or your own, mm-hmm. but you see how like husbands and wives, you know, they can butt heads or Siblings. brothers and sisters yep. and brothers and brothers and sisters and sisters. People who are of faith and who are not of faith. Yeah. Yep. It's just really like you can see the immediate effect. Like it, it's it's proof. Yeah. You know, that's all real right there it's, in your it's, face. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> Are you starting to rap for us? <laughs> I don't, I'm not quite sure what was happening there. It's, it's, it's. Okay. Um, yes. So God cursed the serpent, said the seed of the woman will crush your. No. We're, well, what? The, the, the head of the serpent will be crushed by the heel of the woman? No, no. The, the seed of the woman. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Hold on. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. I will put That's... enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her mm-hmm. offspring. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Talking about from the seed of the woman. Yeah. So specifically pointing to Jesus Christ and defeating Satan at the crucifixion. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, obviously the gloriousness of the fall with childbearing. Yeah. Um, and all of its pain and suffering um and then you know the land is going to be difficult to farm for man and there will be um what it's not contingency what is it it's like that 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 um <laughs> i'm starting to rap now too um like like the butting of heads of man and wife like you want she wants to be head of household he wants to be head of household like that yeah. thing you know what i'm talking about where is it what's it called oh uh, your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. Where are you at? I'm in <laughs> chapter two, chapter three, verse, verse 16. Okay. Yeah. And to the woman, he said, yeah. Okay. Yes. Pain and childbearing. And then the the ground's going to be cursed. And yeah, your desire shall be contrary to your to, husband. Yes. Contrary to that of your husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are from dust. No, out. Wait, I like this verse. By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it you were taken and for you are dust and to dust you shall return. Yeah, I think, too, we talked about this and I think you're the one who actually pointed it out to me. Um, 
that you know we see them they get kicked out of the garden and mm-hmm. so we we see that they will surely die they will die and you think oh my gosh surely die but think about having to live this life and in this world forever eternally he did it as a out of grace, love out exactly. of love and mercy, mercy and grace mercy yeah and yeah it's just because they ultimately sinned against him they went against what he said not to he do had one rule one rule he asked them to please not do one thing yes and they defied him and so it was out of his mercy that he said you will die yeah physically so, mm-hmm. you will die yeah because i'm not gonna allow you to live on this earth forever yeah and be a sinner against me exactly exactly and then we already know in his mind he's already created a plan to save us oh yeah he had a plan from the very beginning exactly because i don't know it's like he knew they were going to do that or something right? it's like he knew the decisions they were going to make <laughs> anyway so that was the fall and the curses Yes, and the curses. And they go into the story of Cain and Abel, the first sibling pair. Yes, who were... Yeah, I thought my microphone was going to fall. PTSD. Um, uh, Cain and Abel were Adam and Eve's children. Yes, their first sons. Um, And we see them, you know... The curse immediately take place. Exactly. You're going to put enmity between you and the woman and put enmity between your offspring and her offspring. Yes. As in... Some offspring are going to be of faith. Some offspring aren't. Yeah. So Abel, in this case, is would be the man of faith. He mm-hmm. did what God asked him to do. He gave the best of what he had the to first God. The best of yes. Everything. Whereas Cain just, nah, you know, I'll pick some berries. To do picks and berries <laughs> from the ground, probably. Yeah. Because he just didn't feel like it, and he wanted to keep what's best for himself. Exactly. And he then was mad whenever Abel was accepted. Yeah because he was he did what was right and god was basically like cain you could do better do better just do better and so he got mad and he uh killed his brother murdered him he murdered him in cold blood and that verse that chilling oh my gosh it's it's like i feel like it haunts me yes like if if there's you know we talked about this in previous episodes but there are just certain verses and certain words that speak to you and that just oh gives me the shivvies like to hear it you can what does god say he says i hear i i can hear your brother's blood crying out to me from the ground yep like you're not there's no hiding i his blood yeah. crying out to him from the ground. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Where He said, okay, so the Lord said to Cain, where's your brother? His oh. Cain was like, I don't know. What am I? My, your, my brother's my keeper. My brother's keeper? Um, and he said, here it is in Genesis chapter 4, verse 10. And the Lord said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Mm. Chilling. Yeah. Meditated, premeditated murder. Premeditated murder. Just because he was angry. In the very beginning. Angry. That was like the first That of of course humans are destined to live that the way we live because we were raised Yep. From that. as a product of the fall like of as a result fall. of the fall. Yep. You know? Twice actually kind our, of. Our ancestors murdered people. Like our very like if the you very think about people it, we descended from. Cain and Abel, you know, everybody descends from Adam and Eve. Cain and Abel was the first murder basically of the world uh, yes and then you know it just down spirals yeah. into everything until the flood mm-hmm. and then from the flood it was kind of like a new beginning a fresh and start everything like that so yeah. like, I, and then you have ham whose son was canaan who was cursed mm-hmm. who became the canaanites also, and yeah. like all of that crap so it's just it keeps going it yeah. spirals again and it's yeah it's never ending so then 
you know, Seth comes along, which is kind of the replacement for Abel. I mean, they, they says that pretty much verbatim. It's, that it's he, a replacement. Well, because, because, you, because, you because you killed your brother. Because you killed your brother. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was the line that led to Noah. Yes. Um, as we all know, Noah built his ark. Um, but before that, sin and destruction and everything grew on the earth and yeah, God was just earth. disappointed in his creation mm-hmm. and he was like, I regret making it. It grieved you. him. I believe the word was. Grieved him. What was it? I, <gasps> I always think of like it grieved him to his core, basically. Grieved him to um, his soul. It yeah. made him he had indignant rage. Mm-hmm. Indignant rage about his creation. That's crazy. Those he was words. so angry. Like I don't I really think reading to reading the Bible has really shown me how strong words are. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Sticks and stones. Seriously. Right? Anyway. Um, so we also learn of our first little rabbit hole somewhat of the Nephilim. Yes. That I were have on that the highlighted earth. in my Bible. The intermixing the of fallen angels and humans. Um, basically creating Humes, like a superhuman. Super pretty much. Right? Giants. Giants. And like, and because think about it. Like we are humans from the dirt, but the Nephilim, like the angels, fallen angels, they're, they're angels. a supernatural being. They were angels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so God sent the flood, but before he did that, he found favor with Noah and Noah saved his sons and his son's wives and his wife. Mm-hmm. They built an ark for like 120 some years, put two animals of every, every kind, kind, every thing on the ark, including the dinosaurs, including the dinosaurs. Go back to the second episode and listen. Yes. I want to go so to the good. ark encounter. I would love to. I have seen photos and I'm just. It just looks incredible. Yes. We if you're able to go, trip. do it send us pictures and then tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> so i can live vicariously through you seriously for it's now. out west somewhere isn't it it's i think um i don't it's know down, it's down south somewhere is it yeah it's not far well it's like, like five arkansas? or six hours yeah somewhere like that. i, I want to say arkansas anyway it doesn't matter we um, talk about it a lot in in, in the noah's episode in the noah flood episode yes so the lord shut him into the ark with all of his things and all of his animals and they stayed in there for a long time it was i don't it was remember like two or three years i no. don't remember it was no. a little over a year it was a little over a year I for the whole thing but it rained for 40 days 40, 40 days nights, and 40 nights non-stop non-stop and i have seen so many things after that episode i went looking not that I doubted, but I know there's places on earth where you can see where the flood is real. Yeah, absolutely. And there's like this place in Arizona that has um, petrified trees. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and, and I read the comments on this article the other day and, and they were just talking about how, you know, over millions and millions and millions no. of years, these trees just eroded and that's how they're petrified. I'm like, no, they were flooded. I mean, it's scientific evidence. I don't <laughs> And if you know zoom out, you can see where the tide lines yes, are. Yes, you can see it like in certain areas too. Like you can see on topographical math, like maps, like why do you think there's watermarks and lines and mountains? Exactly. Like why do you think dinosaur bones and fossils and things are preserved so well? Because they were compacted underneath pounds and millions and well maybe not millions i don't know thousands of pounds of silt and soil underneath because just remember like if you've ever been on a cruise around in a boat in the middle of an ocean like Mm -hmm. look around that's what you see but in your head and in your heart you know you're going to be able to go home yeah and you're going to be able to go back but imagine that it's everywhere everywhere over the whole earth all the mountains are covered everest everything everything like well above the tallest mountains i think i read somewhere it was like five thousand or something feet above the tallest mountain something like that and like you know you can just 
you know that that happened. You know that God got that angry to flood the earth. Because even now, you see these like parades and things that are done specifically to spite God. Uh, Basically, the one I'm referencing is the one that happened in Brazil. I think I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about. And then like the next day, the next day, it was flooded, flooded, like massive flood out of nowhere, like raging waters. Uh, Yeah. Like hundreds of people died. Yes. Floods. And then they had a parade about Jesus two days after Mm -hmm. it subsided. I didn't know that part. But yeah, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. even kidding. <laughs> you better <laughs> right repent <laughs> because it was bad. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, mm-hmm. the flood happened. The dove was the sign of hope that there was land and that, you know, he, he let it out and then he came back and then he let it out again. It was a yeah, whole thing. With the olive branch. And yeah, <laughs> it's all in the episode. It's all in the episode. Yeah. So um, then the doors open, they go out. And this is too where we see God gives, and I know we talked about this in the in the the episode in which we were yeah. discussing these chapters, like about food that we now yeah. God gives all the animals to us for food. Yes, is like all the beasts are so, gonna be scared of you because you're gonna hunt them and eat them, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing is like off limits. Nothing yep. is unclean. Whatever. And then he makes a covenant with Noah, saying, "You know, my bow will be in the sky, and you'll you'll see it." And remember my covenant with you that i will never again flood the earth yes in the bow which we are referencing the rainbow the rainbow not an actual air and arrow and bow like i thought originally (laughs) but i mean it's shaped like that though it is shaped like that it's called a bow it's just rain water the flood the bow rainbow combined two what is it you know rainbows come after rain that's a song always rise again okay okay (laughs) so noah's sons he has sham ham and jepheth right Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm um, and we know that Ham was the father of Canaan, was the father of Canaan. He was cursed by his dad, Noah, yes, because he saw him naked and he, told his brothers. Yeah, and he mocked him and, mocked and made him fun and of him. And, like that. and so let's, have, let's not make a mistake. Wait, it, Noah was obviously he was a, drunk, a drunkard, a just drunkard, a little bit, a little like, drunky drunk. But I think, too, a recurring thing, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more whenever we get there, but... These aren't perfect people. God's no, chosen and people God are is, not, God, not And I think people. the fact that God is telling us this is like, it's okay. He's not holding anything from us. No, like, no, not at all. So Canaan's curse was the fact that he was going to become the Canaanite people, basically. And they're basically despised by everybody. Yeah. Um, because they suck. So they, They're mean. They, they kill. They, and they steal. and They're pagans. They yeah. are just... Anyway. Um, all right. Then we have moving on to the Tower of Babel. Moving on to the Tower of Babel. Babel. Yes. I'm um, just going to say this once. Pangea. I think that this is... I don't know. I I really feel like that there's... I'm not saying it's for certain. I just have... I have a theory. I don't know. Because like the timeline doesn't really matter. Whatever. I don't know. We'll have to do a rabbit hole research on that. Yeah. Go. We get into one in the other episode. But anyway. Yes. So the Tower of Babel, God came down and saw that they were basically building a tower to their gods. And um, he was like, this is only the beginning of what these people will do. So let's confuse our language and disperse them. Yeah, because remember, what was God's, what's the word? What did God tell Noah to do? Be fruitful, fruitful, multiply, and move throughout the earth. Yes. And they did not do the latter portion of that. No, not really. They kind of stayed in one spot. And then they started Mm -hmm. building things to people who weren't there yeah what was that called the ziggurat the ziggurat that's where we talked about the ziggurat yes so um after the tower of babel we see sham which is one of noah's sons um he is the line to abram 
Um, and that's where we get into basically the meat of the patriarchs. This is Abram, yeah, who later becomes Abraham, who is the father basically of the Old Everyone. Testament, yeah, father of many nations. Um, who God chooses to create, I think what's called they call the Old Covenant, yes, the Old Covenant. With. Um, so the call of Abram out of where he was in Haran with his, was it your Haran? wherever he was with his father, Tara. Um, he was called by God to go to the land that he would show them, show him. Um, he moves around a lot. He's a sojourner in a land that's not his. He told him that he would make him into many nations, that he would give him land. Um, basically that came from the Canaanites that his people would suffer for 400 years, like told him everything that would happen. And he knew that he wasn't going to be alive to see the fruition of it. But yes. Um, and God told him that too. Yeah, he did. It's going to take some time. But Abraham, Abram, excuse me, digs a bunch of wells, builds altars all over the promised land um, to the Lord in many different places. Um, and during all this, he adopts his nephew, nephew. Lot. Um, he marries his wife, Sarai, and they move to Egypt for a time because mm-hmm. there was a famine. Let the drama is, begin. This is where we have that first first little drama piece yeah. of Abram in Egypt. Um, if you want more details on that, just go back and listen to the episode. Yeah. It was very dramatic. Yeah. It was very much so like a... Question of character. Yeah. Mari or Jerry Springer episode, if you ask it me. It was. Like, it was. And that's like, only the beginning of this man's story. He wholeheartedly knew that God would take care of him, and he exploited that fact mm-hmm. to gain a bunch of stuff. It took me a minute to concur with you, but I absolutely 1000% agree Whole wholeheartedly yes so go back and listen to that episode that was very just yeah you know, abraham uh one of the episodes chapter what 12 yes yeah, anyway like that. So, so they leave egypt and abraham and lot are both very wealthy men oh yeah they have lots of money lots of people how that happened. lots of flocks like right yes <laughs> lots of camels yeah they're very yes. wealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> i see what you did there that was funny that was funny um and so they decide, okay, we need to separate because we don't want, I don't want, you know, my men fa- were quarreling. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want you to be fighting. I don't want animosity in our relationship. I want it to be, you know, fine, whatever, good. Lot, he lets Lot have his pick of like what part of the land he wants to live in. He yep. looks over, he sees that one side is like very well watered, plentiful. Looks like a garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he says oh i want he there he chooses by sight so exactly he walks by sight yes so abram's like fine that's good whatever we'll go to the other side love you good riddance um, <laughs> um so they do they separate then and lot goes and eventually settles in sodom in sodom mm-hmm. um which we'll Little get into now yeah so then abraham you know still living out in the wild wild west Yes. I don't know that the direction is west. I'm just referencing that because he was out in the middle yeah, of nowhere. Out wide open. Um, and he had his land and his animals and all of his things. And he hears word that his nephew has been captured by a bunch of these other kingdoms. Um, and he goes and he rescues his nephew. From he does with very few men. Very few men. It's kind of it like, like 325 or something 300 like that. Something but like at that. the time, that was a lot of people to have just with you mm-hmm. um, and not be like an established kingdom. Um, but he defeats all these other kings and um, he's blessed by Machpelah. Is that what we said his name was? 
maybe um, i know who you're talking about but I, I do not know how to pronounce his name sorry i was stuck on trying to figure out how many men were in he like he blessed Aaron. he blessed him um and yeah. saying that you know god is clearly with you may you you know depart from us in peace blah 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 and then the king of sodom Melchi- uh, Mel- melchizedek mel it was mel we just called where him where did mel i get makapala from oh the cave the cave <laughs> yeah mel mel melchizedek mel um but anyways yeah he was just a high priest. sorry i just saw that because i was looking yeah he's yeah. a high priest until, yeah. it meant a lot that he was blessing abram yes because basically. he was a worshiper of the one true god so mm-hmm. it meant a lot to him that he did that yeah and then abraham or abram was like mm, i don't want anything from you king of sodom take your crap and go right because mm, mm, you're a bunch we'll of see. pagans we'll see um so this is where we see god officially make his covenant with abram and telling him that he's going to make him into a father of many into a father of many nations um and he's going to multiply him that you know his offspring are going to be like the stars in the sky he's going to have you know the land um the promised land i don't really know exactly what he says but he does some stuff with some broken calves yeah and mm-hmm. a he, pot yeah like a grand sacrifice <laughs> yeah, basically really like the, some, the ultimate sacrifice with some like cut up doves and, and like cut in half stuff. like cows and everything i was yeah. just looking at it um there. it was very official it was very and official. That's exact, and that's what abram abram wanted he wanted because yeah. again he was a human like yes we can be told we can be told we can be told but we are strengthened and have a tendency to believe what we can see yeah so that's what he wanted he wanted something visual and it had been a minute you know abram was called out of where he was in Ur with his family when he was 75 and it had been a minute yeah since you know anything was done about this promise that god had made him made to him when he originally called him out yeah um so he had to do like something physical something visual that he could see that was like yes this is actually going to happen so he would i don't want to say that he would believe him but he would just be have more faith that he was going to bring it to fruition yes exactly um so we move into sarai and hagger the whole Oh, this uh, you thought the the first Egypt episode was an episode of Jerry Springer. This is this, this is, is some family court stuff right, right here. Some like so we know that I, I guess we haven't mentioned thus far in this episode. Sarai is barren; she yes. cannot be- bear children, and we know that in this day and age, that's pretty much the woman's job. It is bear children, specifically sons, to carry on the family name. Take care of the house, bear kids. Yes. Um, and she can't. Nope. She God has closed her womb. Yep. And so Abraham keeps being promised, oh Oh, part of that be- covenant promise is that Abraham's gonna have an offspring. Yeah, he will have a son. He and, will have a son. And through his son, he will be the father of many nations. Yes. And so while they're having a hard time because he, mm-hmm. yes and abram's getting older sarah's not conceiving the way of women's probably no longer with her yeah they're they're pretty much overweighting and let's let's be real i mean i'm sure abram like this is a grand promise and like yeah. if his wife is to be the one to carry this child he's probably telling her exactly what god told him and so she also knows and is excited but yet every time she She's wants not, a kid now. Yeah. She wants an Amazon Primed kid, okay? She does. <laughs> so what she does is she takes her servant. Yep. Her lady's maid. Her lady's maid. And gives her to Abram and says, sleep with her. I want a kid through her. That's what Sarah tells Abram. Yes. And like you researched, this was not an uncommon no. thing. It's basically the Which form of surrogacy. Blows at that my time. mind. Yep. But insane. 
Um, and Abram obviously listened to his wife, just like Adam listened to his wife when she was like, hey, eat this fruit. Um, and <laughs> clearly it didn't work out for either of them. No. <laughs> but Abram sleeps with Hagar and sh- she bears him Ishmael. Yes. His firstborn son through Hagar. And then, you know, later on we find out that that's not who the promised child is. No, because um, guess what? It wasn't Abram and Sarai's child. It no. was Abram and Hagar. So. Exactly. So in the midst of all this, um, Abram gets his name changed by God to Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah gets her name changed from Sarai to Sarah. Mm-hmm. And we have the covenant of circumcision. Yes. Um, this is the new covenant that we were referencing earlier. Yes. Um, and this time. So technically in today's time, it's the old covenant because the new covenant is baptism. I guess, yeah, it would be the old, old covenant. Old, yes. The earlier would, that we were talking about five minutes ago would be the old, old covenant. And this is just the old about covenant. Noah's covenant. Hi. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you just say hi? I said, I did. I said, I <laughs> Scottish. I, my gosh. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so we have the covenant of circumcision. Um, basically, you know, an outward sign of God's people, uh, the shedding of blood for the atonement of sin, that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, we have a whole disclaimer on those episodes, just yeah. FYI, because uh, yeah, we, we don't leave anything out. The Bible no, doesn't leave anything out. No, so why exactly. Would we? So there's full details in there. We go into like why it was important to have an outward sign. And, yeah. You know, a lot. everything. A lot. Um, and also during this name change, we get Isaac's birth promise. Hold on. Can we just point out the fact that, again, I know we talked about them, but I. Yeah. Abram was 99. When That's he had to old. circumcise himself. Old. I'm just saying. Anyway. And his son, I- not Isaac, his son Ishmael, Ishmael was, was like 13. 13. Yeah. So he he immediately took action when God told him to circumcise him and all of his household. Yeah, it was everybody. everybody. All of his people. Everybody. Um. So anyway, during this name change, Isaac's birth is promised. Yet we get again. a name. We get a timeline and a time frame and everything like that. And basically, <laughs> we see Sarah laugh basically in god's face yeah <laughs> she Sarah does laughed. she laughed she laughed anyway um and then she tries to tell him that's that i don't know it's just one of my favorite parts of like the stories in genesis because mm-hmm. she tries to tell him no i didn't he's like no you did laugh you did laugh though you, you did like don't quarrel with me woman <laughs> <laughs> kind of like adam and eve hiding anyway right. seriously um so Isaac's birth is promised and she doesn't believe him because she's got a dusty womb and so does Abram. Um, Yeah, they're old. (laughs) They're all old. So we have next the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah Um, after this whole name change thing. We have two angels that are with Abram and with Abraham and God, basically. Mm -hmm. And they go off down to Sodom because God has heard of the how terrible it is yeah Yeah. so and abram says you know before the two angels go down there because remember where lot settled in sodom and so he said please if you find you know i think it ends up being what 10 he starts with like 100 100, and then dwindles it down mind you this man is is haggling with god he's bartering with with the god the the one divine creator uh literally everything (laughs) (laughs) do you like that little one of little cringy flashbacks mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Um, so he says, yeah, okay, fine. If I find 10 people, I will... 10 righteous people. I will save the city. Yes. So, deal made, they go on. Yep. The angels arrive in Sodom. They're met by Lot, who protects them, tries to protect them from the men of the town who want to 
basically gang rape them. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, horribleness happens. And so the angels save Lot basically from this mob of men and tell him, hey, we're going to destroy this whole entire area. Get your family, get everybody you know that wants to go with you and get out now. And let's let's make no mistake. Knowing that Lot lived in Sodom, I'm sure like we talked about, he was a participant to some extent in the sin and the sin. Yeah, the sin. The sin in which they were living. And he Lot and his family were being saved by by God's mercy. Oh yeah. Like they should have been also punished. Oh yeah. So his whole family, like his his future son in laws didn't want to go. No, they laughed at him when he said we have Who's to we gotta now? go. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. <laughs> so morbid (laughs) anyway to dust you shall return seriously fiery dust anyway um so lot tries to get his whole family out he leaves with his two daughters and his wife um he basically says no that area that you want me to go to is not good enough i want this mountain over here with the city yeah um it's all in that episode just the audacity i don't know where he found it um (laughs) (laughs) and so they were told not to look back and what does Lot's wife do? This woman, she looks back. She looks back. And we go into a whole, whole lot of detail about what that meant, this why she turned into this pillar of salt. Pillar and- of salt. What do you think that looks like? What do you think it is? Because yeah. all we can do really is speculate. Mm-hmm. But we went into that whole thing into that episode. She turned into a pillar of salt, a legit statue of salt. Yeah. Like, because boom. she was longing for her past life. It's exactly what sin. it was um so now we're down to lot we started with lot his two future or i don't know if it was two but lot his future sons-in-laws his wife and his daughters and we are now down to lot and his daughters yeah and we're just gonna glaze over this part because i hate it it's so cringy it's disgusting so cringy let's just say it involves incest moving on yeah um (laughs) now we have lot is is he he didn't reunite with abram no he pretty much they lived in the mountain in the cave and that was that raised his two children slash grandchildren grossness okay Um, anyway (laughs) so then we're back to now abraham yes he's back in egypt no he's in greer Nejeb. what from there abraham journeyed toward the territory of Nejeb. what chapter are you on 20 Nejeb and lived between kadesh and shur and he sojourned in greer Listen, all I'm saying is I just didn't read that whole verse and we are technically both correct. We are technically both correct, but I'm mentioning Greer because that's where the Israelites settled. No, that's Goshen. Just kidding. He's in Greer. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I forget this part. Why did they settle there? <laughs> he's he's she, in Greer. She was testing me and I passed. Anyway, um, so it's, it's another situation. Oh, this is, again, where he... Situation of yes, drama in Egypt. Where he lies. Basically... I don't know if we talked about it specifically when we talked about Egypt or not. But anyways, Abraham says, no, my wife's not my wife. She's my sister. Yeah, I'm his sister. And I mean, technically that was true. And both. (laughs) It was. She was his sister. Anyway. There was a lot of incest. There was a lot when the DNA was pure. We talked about it. Yeah. (laughs) And also in the upcoming episodes, we'll see that not be allowed to be a thing anymore. Yes. Um and she's like yeah i'm a sister you know we're not married so then in both cases the leader or the ruler yeah take sarah yep or sarah to the be first his time, wife to be whatever it is that she was in, in yes. that society yes and 
she almost became how do you say this gentleman this gentleman this guy's name eblamek we call we call him him abe Abe. anyway so yada 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 god Um, kept him from sinning against him yes and so they got sarah back and then they left yeah among other goods because abraham lied anyway yes yet again trying to fortify his own self Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway so um after that we get the birth of isaac finally finally i feel like most of genesis is talking about abraham yeah which i mean rightfully so he was the first patriarch he's basically it's a lot of he's where god's chosen people come from yes so it's a lot of where it originated what was actually said yeah so again those foundations is important to know yes where you come from oh where did you come from where did you go okay where did you come from (laughs) abraham (laughs) anyway um so isaac is born and hagar and ishmael are immediately cast out basically like um and sent away but god provides for them um as he had promised abraham yes he made ishmael into a great nation and did all this stuff yeah he had what nine kings i think seven chiefs or nine chiefs or something like that i don't remember um it's in the episode yeah um and so now we have that very exciting did you see that movie or is it just in theaters it's just in theaters i've I've tried so hard to try to find it everywhere to watch to stream it but it's only in theaters right now we're talking about this movie that came out recently by the same people who did the show the the chosen the chosen yes i watched the first couple episodes i haven't seen it it's pretty good the guy that plays Jesus makes me want to cry, so I can't. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> There's no reason. <laughs> because he looks and acts like Jesus? May, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what was I talking about? The Oh, yes. Yeah. It's called... Um, oh, his, his Only Son or something my, like his that? His Only Son. Or something my like only, that. His Only Son. Something the, like that. Th- something it talks like that. about legit just the sacrifice of Isaac and what was going on. It was a whole thing. A whole thing. So. Basically, this, the, you know, God tells child, him. God tells, tells Abraham. Go sacrifice your son. Go take your son and sacrifice him. An almost grown man, basically. Yeah. Yep. Go sacrifice your kid. Go back and listen to the details in that episode because he's not a kid. It's he's chilling. He's a young man. He's a young man. Like late teens. I don't think it was actually in that episode because I I lingered on it for a minute. Yeah. Because I was like, he had to have been like 10 or something. Yeah. It was like so a next was, episode. Yeah. That we came it back was, and we were like, it actually, was two grown men. Yes. Is what it was. It was. And Abraham was old at this point. So old. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Abraham goes up to a mountain. A mountain. He creates an altar. He almost sacrifices Isaac. He goes mm-hmm. to cut his throat and God says, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Yeah, he sends the angel down. Yeah. Looky here, there just so happens to be a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Yep. So Isaac is spared and Abraham and Isaac leave with a lot of camping residual PTSD. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, yes. Sarah Um, dies um, and Abraham sends his servant to find a wife for Isaac uh, from the land of his kindred. Kindred? Kin? Kin, kindred, kin ken his family his family um and he comes back with rebecca yeah by god's provision yes a thousand percent but let's to i don't know am i jumping the gun and talking about uh abram abraham i'm sorry actually now owns a piece of the promised land because he had to buy a burial place for sarah i missed that part completely i know you even were talking about the cave earlier 
I was. No, I, I talk about it when Abraham dies. Oh, okay. But I, co- I completely forgot that that's where he buried Sarah first. Yeah. Yes. Abraham purchases a cave, the cave of Machpelah, mm-hmm. yeah. in the land of Canaan by, he purchased it from a Hittite, did he not? Mm-hmm. He did. Um, And placed Sarah there as a burial place. And then yeah. eventually that's where all the patriarchs are buried. Yeah. It's the cave of the patriarchs, the cave of Machpelah. Machpelah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Isaac and Rebecca are a thing now. They're trying to have kids, but you know, God likes to make people barren. So, <laughs> so she was barren. She was barren. Well, she, he wants people to turn to him. Exactly. And ask. And he has a way. And if we don't know it, whether it's uncomfortable or comfortable of making us, making us turn to him. Yes. But at the same time, there's a chosen person coming out of these lines of people. Exactly. Like, he wants it made explicitly clear that it was by his hand. Exactly. That he brought forth exactly. these people. So that's why he makes everybody barren. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um. So Isaac and Rebecca are a thing. Abraham dies when he's like 175 and he's buried in the cave of Machpelah. As well. Yeah. Um. Rebecca receives a prophecy about her children, Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. about because her womb does eventually get opened it does about how there's two nations in her womb that'll be divided one will be stronger than the other and the youngest shall rule over the oldest mm-hmm. basically yeah um and they come out swinging they, they sure do jacob and esau mm-hmm. this whole story yep. esau's born first and jacob's born holding on to his brother's heel like right behind you buddy mm-hmm. esau's this big hairy red guy and jacob is this homely mama's boy uh, not that there's anything wrong with being a mama's boy i was gonna call him a snake but he is a snake and so is rebecca <laughs> yeah they spend all their time together clearly he's got chosen people though <laughs> well, that just goes to show that god does not choose the perfect people exactly he chooses those exactly. of us who Esau, who have problems they all do everybody has problems oh, thanks for that adam and eve right um so jacob and esau's relationship Cain and Abel. is estranged it's strained who's jacob and esau yeah esau sells his birthright for some soup and then jacob tricks isaac out of his blessing to esau. esau um his whole life is just it's a, lies it's lies it's lies and deceit and his his mom helps him with it yep and don't worry though because he gets his dessert too Yes. cake to dessert too how's oh. that go anyway he know. has what's coming to him basically he does, god he, is, he gets what's coming bottom to him. line is, is god is just he is so and everything yes um so basically esau then when he finds out that you know if it wasn't enough that i sold you my birthright you're you gonna steal my, my blessing. blessing and he, he was gonna murder him yeah he was going to kill jacob he was like after my dad dies which doesn't happen right away I'm going to mourn for a minute and then I'm going to go kill my brother. But he doesn't do that. Jacob leaves. He flees and he goes to live with his uncle Laban. Mm-hmm. And pa- pan- Panaram? Panan? I don't Panaram? know. Patamaran. Patamaran. I don't think that's right. But I'm it's- looking. Keep going. I'll <laughs> tell you once I get it. <laughs> it's fine. So Jacob goes and lives with Laban and he meets Rachel, which is his one true love. And she also has a sister. Um, Rachel is very beautiful in appearance, but Leah And she's has, a shepherd's woman. Leah has weak eyes. Poor Leah. Oh, Leah. Oh, honey. <laughs> she is a shepherdess. She's probably ripped. R- she's, R- Rachel's a shepherdess. Not, Rachel. Not poor weak Leah. 
No, Rachel. Oh. Rachel's a shepherdess. She's probably ripped and perfectly. I don't think I like tanned. being the firstborn anymore. I'm the middle child. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, are you though? Do you know that? Hey, <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, I'm, I'm how many people in this book were adopted? I'm huh? Joking. I will jump across this I'm, table. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Moses was adopted. He was. Anyway. He was. Uh, moving on. Jesus was adopted. Jesus was adopted. Lot was adopted. Mm-hmm. Who else Should was we adopted? Keep going? Should we keep going? Joseph's sons were adopted. They were. Anyway. Okay. In case you didn't catch on that, I am adopted. Okay. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I guess you. <laughs> I don't care. I was joking, but I, I don't care. I'm I don't sorry. care. I don't care. I'm okay. sorry. We're moving on. So, um, Jacob is fleeing to Laban. He sees his daughters. Um, he wants to marry Rachel, but and Laban was like, "All right, work for me, work for me for seven, seven years, years, and, and he, I will give you Rachel." You can marry Rachel, and he doesn't. He works for him for seven years, and then he gets tricked into marrying Leah, Leah. um, the weak one. And he's like, "Why did you do that to me, man?" And yeah. so he was like, "All right, well, I'll let you marry Rachel too, but you got to work for me for another seven years." And he's like, "Fine, fine, fine, fine I'll do that." So he does, and they he has two wives. It is what it is. He is um, participating in the paganism. He, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Well, I guess we shouldn't say he's participating in the paganism. He's, just, he's there. He's guilty by association. Yes, basically. we're going to say that. Um, so he marries Leah. He marries Rachel. We have a battle of the sisters. Leah, we do. I like the, the way you said that. It is a battle of the sisters. It is because you it's know a battle of the wombs. Well, Leah, Leah is Leah, and Rachel is the one he truly loves, and Leah wants to be truly loved by Jacob, but mm, he doesn't. He's not with it, no. but he still sleeps with her. So he he she gives him six sons she and does. a daughter. Mm-hmm. Leah mm-hmm. does. Yeah. To so start. that's half of to start half of over half because the daughter. Yeah, over half because Rachel only gives him two. I'm not. I'm. I mean, you're not there yet. I'm not there yet. Oh, uh, so <laughs> rolling right along. Rolling right along. So Leah gives him six sons and a sister, and so Rachel gets angry that she hasn't given him any sons. So then they go to the battle of the midwives, basically. Oh yeah, the, the female servants, the sister wives, the sister wives, the ladies maids. Yeah. So some sister wives give him some sons as well. Um, two each, right? Yes. Yes. The sister wives give him two each. I don't think they're called sister wives. They're no, called but that's what we're calling women them. servants. But anyway, and anyway, and then Rachel finally gets pregnant with Joseph. Joseph. And she has Joseph, and that's when he decides he wants to leave Laban. Yeah, I want to go home, basically. I want to go home. I want to go back to the land of my kin. Let me leave. And so Laban's like, mm, I like what you're doing for me here. Please don't go. Right. Basically, and, like, you're my good luck charm. No. Yeah, exactly. And so he just leaves anyway, because she's like, you know, F you, man. No. He's like, you know. <laughs> Forget you, man. Forget you, man. What have you done for me? You've just tricked me in my entire life, and now you're just not letting me leave? Like, no, I'm not your prisoner. So he leaves in the without telling Laban. And yeah, they pack up and run away, basically. Basically. I mean, it's not that easy to do when you have as much stuff as Jacob did. But um, he leaves and he he's going back to the land of his kin. Now, that also means that he has to reconnect with his brother Esau, which the last time we met with him, he was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. So poses a threat, poses a little 
tiff there, maybe some problems. Mm -hmm. But uh, not so fast because Laban is chasing him down for his household gods. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, so he catches up to him. At this point, Laban, to me anyways, grasping at straws to keep him around. Mia. You stole this. Well, if I can't have you, well, then I'm going to get you because you stole my household gods. I didn't steal your household gods. If you can find them in my camp, kill whoever has them. Basically is what he says. Mm -hmm. Guess who Mm -hmm. has them? Rachel. Rachel. What are you doing, man? The way of women is with me. I cannot rise to my servant. I wish that that were a thing today. I'm sorry. I can't can't work this week. The way of women is with me. Right. I need to sit down. Well, think about it. They didn't have any feminine products. No. So they were just like. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Everywhere. Disgusting. (laughs) We're done. Okay. Okay. So, So, um. Laban leaves them and he's preparing to go back to his brother Esau and he's sending all these gifts. He he sent like a messenger and was just like, uh, your servant Jacob is, is, behind, is behind me. Behind me. <laughs> he comes back, he reports, he's like, you got 300, 400 dudes with this guy. Yeah, he's coming for you. He's coming for you, Jacob. So of course he's scared. So he yeah. scatters his camp. He makes everybody kind of like go ahead of him and, you know, whatever. And staggers. And- yes. He sends him basically the 12 days of Christmas with animal herds. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> so much. So much stuff. So much stuff. And all the things. Yes. All the and livestock like, things. I think, wasn't it like the night before he was going to meet with him that yes. he wrestled with God? Yes. So he wrestles with God for an entire night. And God, seeing that he wasn't going to win, right? Because Jacob was prevailing. Yeah, he was. He was trying. God was trying to break him. Is he was, what was because literally happening. We are thus far. This man has been through all this, and he's turned to God once on his way to Laban the first time. How many years ago? Fifteen years ago. Yeah, to see the Jacob's ladder. Yes. Yes. Anyway, once. And so God is like, mm, "You need to listen to me, man. You can't do this. You need me." Yes. So he breaks his hip. <laughs> he does. He says. Uh, you know let me go or whatever and he says no tell me your name not until you bless me yeah tell me or your name me. and not until you bless me and then what happens <laughs> he breaks his hip now you gotta now you gotta swagger walk okay swagger walk gimp <laughs> limp the walk of shame yes he, he walks with the limp for the rest of his life because he wrestled with god um and then he finally reunites with his brother and it's like long lost it siblings. is it goes well it goes very well. And they then they both go cry. their separate ways peacefully. Mm-hmm. Even though he was like, yeah, I'll meet up with you there. Never no. does it. No. Um, so then we get into a little family drama. Oh, Just a little bit of family drama. Um, Jacob's daughter, Dinah, mm-hmm. is defiled. She is. And um, at this point, Jacob has several sons. Eleven? Eleven. Does he have eleven or twelve? Ooh, I think he has twelve because I think at this point Rachel has died. He almost has a full roster. Yeah, a full roster. There we go. Are we going now? Yeah. We're going. Yes. So before Jacob has a whole roster of kids now because Rachel has given birth to Benjamin and she has died in childbirth, yes. unfortunately. So him having children is done. Done so because yeah. Benjamin is the youngest. So his daughter is defiled. His daughter Dinah is defiled by um a man who apparently loves her, wants to marry her. And so his sons 
Simon and Levi come up with a plan to basically get back to avenge their sister. And they said, you know, yeah, you can, you can marry from our kindred and we'll marry from yours and um, all will be good. Just circumcise yourselves. Yep. You can have Dinah. You can marry her um, and we'll marry your wives, your women. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But let's be real, probably their wives. Right. Anyway. Anyway, so they tell him, they tell these men in this town or city or whatever to circumcise themselves. and All of them. They all have to be circumcised. Every single male. So they're like, okay, we agree. Let's do that. Shake on it. (laughs) And then they go and circumcise themselves. And then three days pass and Simon and Levi come up into this town, this village, the city, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. and murder them all. They kill every single man. Every single man. While he is, I believe the Bible says, while they are still sore. While they're still sore. So obviously this was a very heinous thing to do. Mm-hmm. Very heinous. Um, oh, no, wait. Rachel dies after that. Yeah, I just JK, wasn't going to say anything. Anyway. Rachel dies at some point. <laughs> it's not relevant to the story. It really isn't. So Reuben falls out of his father's graces he sure does because he sleeps with one of his concubines yeah um and then ultimately he ends up with 12 sons as we know the 12 tribes of israel Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. isaac dies at 180 and is buried in the same cave he is as abraham um and then the story shifts to joseph after isaac's death yeah who is jacob's most favoritist most favoritist because he is him. the oldest from rachel and keep in mind rachel's when he truly the loves. one he loved yes which ultimately didn't get buried in the cave of Machpelah. Hmm. interesting interesting and the line of judah came from leah hmm. goes to show us yet again we don't choose interesting we don't choose anyway um and moses by the way comes from a levite so also not joseph anyway anyway (laughs) um joseph has a coat of many colors he does and what really surprised me about this whole thing was is that i learned is that this coat had sleeves Mm -hmm. which was a pretty big deal back then really yeah oh yeah because they wore basically like sheets with a head hole it's it's pretty much what it was. Sheets with a head hole. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> and then you tied it together. You cinched it together with a rope or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So his brothers, after hearing that he's had these dreams where he's going to rule over them, twice he has these dreams. And he basically stands up on a stage and he's just like, guess what I dreamed? Hey, you know what? I'm going to rule over you one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. They basically sell him into slavery. They wanted to kill him at first, but then Reuben was like, no, let's not kill him. And then Judah was like, no, let's just sell him into slavery. So they sell him into slavery and he's brought to Egypt. He is. Where his... Where he's he's sold to Potiphar. Potiphar. First. He becomes a servant in Potiphar's house and Mm -hmm. he quickly rises to his secondhand guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mind you, he's like 17. Yeah, he's a child. He's a child at yeah. this point, but he quickly rises through the ranks um, in this servant ship. Yeah, and I he's guess. basically running this guy's house. Yes, he, he was like, I, I don't have to think about anything except what I'm putting in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Jo- Joseph has everything else. Yep. Um, and so Potiphar's wife was kind of loose, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she pursued Joseph. Yeah. 
or a affair. And he's like, no, why would I do that to this guy? He's given me everything. And that's a huge sin against God. So no, no, thank you. Um, and he runs away from her. <laughs> he does many times. He does. And then eventually he runs away and she grabs hold of his clothes his and rips them off. Hole. Yeah. The sheet with a head hole rips him off of him and then makes it look like he tried to rape her basically. Mm-hmm. So Potiphar is forced to send him away to prison um, where he, you know, obviously didn't deserve to be sent there, but he was sent there um, and he became the second in command basically in the prison. Yep. Somehow this guy just has a way with words. Mm. Has a way with words. Or is it God? It's God. Um, yeah. So he, while in prison, he interprets Pharaoh's court's men's dreams yep the cup bearer and the chief baker the cup holder <laughs> that's all i can think about <laughs> the, cup <holder>. the cup holder <laughs> that's all i could say it was so terrible anyway um both of these dreams are basically the fate of these two people mm-hmm. so he's like hey cup holder um you're gonna be put back into your place and your rank with pharaoh everything's gonna be all well and mm-hmm. everything he's gonna um what is it? Let you back into your place. Lift your and, head. Yeah. He's going to lift your head. And he tells the the chief baker the same thing. Pharaoh's going to lift your head from your shoulders and you're going to die. I mean, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you couldn't have maybe put it, gave Sugar it to him a little bit of ni- exactly, a little, bit. a little nicer. Or, yeah. No. No. No, you're getting your head chopped off. Yeah. In right? Whatever day's time. So, three days, three days' time. You have three days to live. Um, and he says, you know, hey, cup holder, remember me. Whenever you get back yeah, in the position, speak nicely to Pharaoh for me, please. I don't deserve to be here. Right. Um, so, anyway, he doesn't do that. No, he doesn't. But, his not right away were right he, they were his dreams interpretation was right which you know obviously it was because it came from god but anyway um he stays in prison for a little bit longer until pharaoh has some dreams that nobody can interpret mm-hmm. and then the cupbearer decides to be like oh hey wait i met this guy in prison he um, told me exactly what was gonna happen and he was right so maybe you should go talk to him so joseph interprets the pharaoh's dreams where they see famine they do and bountiness Mm -hmm. seven years of bounty seven years of famine coming up and joseph is like hey this is what you need to do and he maps out the plan for him yeah he's like maybe you should hire somebody he does his manager's job oh interesting i know how that feels if that wasn't by god right okay we're that's anyway anyway right i'm just saying right like okay okay i see you Okay. okay all right um and personal moment i'm sorry (laughs) and the pharaoh's like okay yeah let's you're gonna do it you're gonna do it i hire you yeah so joseph starts as a slave in egypt ends up being the number two guy second to the pharaoh yeah in all of egypt in all of egypt he's like if it wasn't for the throne you would be on your own (gasps) oh my gosh it wasn't for the throne then you'd be on your own i can't with you so um they have all this food stored up so that uh, they're able to provide for the Egyptians and everybody else Basically. because there's famine in the land. It's coming to Egypt to Seven Joseph years. to buy food. Seven years. Everybody's coming to him. He's like, hey, I'm the governor. I'm going to be giving you out your rations. And so that's what happens. His brothers are sent to Egypt to buy food for their families. Um, they're sent there by Jacob, who, by the way, I forgot to say is now called Israel. 
We did forget to say that. Whoops. He, he In got our defense, re- it goes back and forth even still. A lot. But he got renamed originally when he was wrestling with God that night before he met with Esau. So Jacob sends his sons to Egypt to buy food for the famine. And Joseph recognizes them immediately. He absolutely does. Immediately. And immediately, he, yes. Right. And he's just like, you are spies. Go to jail. He treats them be- terribly because he's supposed to be an Egyptian. Yep. And they're Hebrews and they don't mingle. Um, they don't play nice. They so don't. he accuses them of being spies. And then they're sent to prison for a couple of days. And he says, here's my thing. I'm going to keep one of you. I need you to go back home and bring me your youngest brother. And then I will believe you that you are all brothers and that you all come from one man, that you are, in fact, not spies. So he sends them on their way, sends them with a bunch of money, a bunch of food. And they get scared because they find all this money in their sacks. Mm -hmm. And then they tell their father this story about how this Egyptian guard guy put them in prison and... And says that we have to go back with Benjamin, which, by the way, we don't have Simon here with us, but we have all this money and Uh, all this food. And basically, we just need Benjamin. We need Benjamin. And Jacob's like, no, immediately. No. Right. He's like, you've already my heart's been torn from my chest once. Right. Like you've brought this evil on me. What else can I do? Like, it's just like, all is woe is me. This giant thing. Basically, like, no, you got Joseph killed. You're not going to have Benjamin killed also because they're really the only two that I care about. Seriously, the favoritism is strong with this one. (laughs) It was with his parents also. Right. Anyway. Anyway. There's a theme. Whole other episode. Whole other episode. Um, So... Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Benjamin and returns to. Well, they run Egypt. out of food first. Yeah, with his brothers. They've been. He was gonna let his son just rot in prison. He was. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it was Simon, so like he already mm-hmm. had murdered a bunch of people. But yeah. anyway, um, they go back. It had been like a year, year and a half, maybe. Yeah, and they go back with Benjamin because Judah is the one that put his neck out on the yep. line. After Reuben's just like, you know, you can kill my kids. Come on now. Reuben. Oh, Reuben. Anyway, so they go back with Benjamin and they have lunch with Joseph. Um, kind of. Sort of. Yeah. They have lunch with him. They all ate separately. Okay. Well, they were at their house. They all ate separately because of the, <laughs> the division in Egypt. Um, and after they all ate, you know, obviously Benjamin got like five times the amount of stuff and like they sent them on their way um, with all of these these things, provisions for the trip. But they put this divination cup, this pagan item in one of the Benjamin sacks, sack. In Benjamin's sack. And then he had his guards chase him down to see what they would do. Would they throw him under the bus? Right. Would they let him have him? Would, would, they, they, let, would they let him go? Would they all just come back with him? Because mm-hmm. they're like, we can't return back to our father. Yep. And they did. They rallied behind Benjamin, even though they had no idea that he had the cup, which it was a ruse because he planted the cup. Of course he did. Um, And they come back and they, they tear their clothes because they're all in mourning for their brother, Benjamin. And Judah sticks his neck out on the line and says, you know, it will kill our father if you take his favorite son, Benjamin. You know, his sibling is already dead. Like, take me instead. I will serve you forever. Whatever. And then Joseph breaks down for the, like, fifth time. He's like, it's me. 
Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm Joseph. <laughs> Is anyway. it me I'm looking for? Okay. Right? So he finally reveals himself to his brothers, and they're just like, what? <laughs> I Yes. <laughs> what? Like, what? I'm sorry. You're alive? Oh, good. Please don't kill us. Like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's legit what happened. Um, and mm-hmm. after he reveals himself to his brothers, he's like, "Hey, go get the rest of the family. I want to see my dad. Like, I can't leave. I'm second in command in Egypt. But go get them and bring them back. I'll them. take care I of all of you. I'll all provide my, for you. I'll get my chariots. I'll I'll get everything you need for the trip and back. And you can live up here in Egypt in Goshen. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the Pharaoh said. Pharaoh said your family can live in Goshen. Yes." So that's what they do. They went back and they got their dad and they were just like, hey, uh, remember we told you Joseph was dead? Uh, he's yeah, not dead. That wasn't a thing. Um, we lied. Turns out he's alive. He's alive. Oh, and he is the ruler of Egypt, basically. Yeah. Um, He's going to provide for us. He's got some land and a bunch of food. He's got basically all of the livestock and all of the land and all of the people of Egypt that belong to the Pharaoh because... They've had to sell themselves in order to get food. He was a genius. He was a genius Mm -hmm. in the way he said that Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, So his whole entire family moved back to Egypt and they settle in the land of Goshen. They do. All Um, 70 of them. All 70 of them. That's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Jacob and Joseph are reunited. Sure. Father. Um, They weep on each other's necks. They do weep on each other's necks. And then, um, and then what happens, Victoria? And then Jacob dies. <laughs> oh, he does die. That's Is that not, not what happens next? I don't remember. No, just kidding. Jacob no. adopts his, his adopts grandsons. his grandsons basically to replace his two oldest sons. Replace Reuben and Simon. They're like, nope, you're no longer my sons. You suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna replace Joseph. <laughs> you slept with one of my wives and you murdered an entire people. So yeah, seriously, you're done. So he adopts Joseph's sons and blesses them. So he he blesses Joseph and he blesses his two sons. So basically, Joseph gets a threefold blessing. He does. Um. And then he prophetically, that's not mm-hmm. how you say prophesied. That. He prophesied and blessed his other sons about what they would do. Specifically speaking about Judah, he's going to bring the King David, King David, which will eventually lead to out Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine. This word vine, vine, donkey's colt. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so after he blesses his sons, he dies and he's buried in the cave of Machpelah. Um, not after only being embalmed. Yeah. And it was a whole parade to get to the cave of Machpelah. Whole thing. They took chariots. They had a bunch of we- weeping and they mourned for mourning. what? 40, 70 days, 40 days, 70. But Egypt also like just goes to show how much Egypt loved Joseph and respected Joseph because they also mourned with him. 70 days it was royalty was mourned for 72 days oh good you're lucky if you get two bereavement days now just saying i'm sorry but if one of my family members dies and you only give me two bereavement days i quit fire me it's going if it ever happens and you work where we work fire me you get two bereavement days suck it anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) um jacob dies when he's 130 ish i think 
years, and he is transported to the cave of Machpelah. Um, Joseph reassures his brothers that he's not angry with them, that he's actually forgiven them, and that he's not going to kill them. Yes. Um, and then he comes to an end very soon after that. Well, at least from what we know. From what we know, I'm Joseph. Sure you, I mean, a many many years passed. it was many many years but it's, it's the next thing that that's written about yes it's like next, jacob dies jacob's buried also joseph dies joseph <laughs> dies at 110 years old Does. and he's embalmed and buried in a coffin. coffin in egypt and he says but please when you leave take me with you take, take my, my bones, bones up take my bones up i read something mm. interesting about that what that it was um the jewish people's I bet it's the same thing I read. Go ahead. About the flesh. The flesh deteriorates, but it was the bones that is supposed to be yeah. carrying you into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it said. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I guarantee you read the same thing. Yes. So that was the end of Genesis. Now, my Bible has a bunch of lessons, and I was just going to read them out. Do it. Do it. Let's okay. read the lessons of Genesis. Lessons of Genesis. Let's end with the lessons of Genesis. Yes. I had a lisp there. <laughs> so God is the creator of all things. God yeah. calls us to reproduce in his image throughout the earth and rule over creation to glorify him. Right. Marriage is destined by God to be between one man and one woman. One humankind. One woman. Yes. Humankind was created to work and labor joyfully to the glory of God. The work became difficult as a result of the fall. We are still called to glorify him through our labor. Satan is opposed to God and seeks to tempt the people of God through his schemes. True. Satan's a liar. After Adam, after Adam and Eve sinned, God provided the first promise that one day a redeemer, Jesus Christ, would triumph over Satan. We justly deserve judgment for our sin. I'm going to say that one one more time. We justly deserve judgment for our sin. God provides salvation for his people in the midst of judgment. God declares sinners righteous by faith alone. Signs and seals are important marks of God's covenant. God protects his chosen people during their sojourning. God fulfills his promises in his time. We must obey God by faith even when we cannot see what he is doing. God freely chooses some for salvation by his grace. God graciously uses circumstances to transform his people. And God turns evil into good for the salvation of his people. Amen. Lessons from Genesis. Amen. Yes. This has been a long time coming. It has. This is a long episode. It is. But it was a recapping the whole book. So. The whole book. The whole book Just of Genesis. Just a little few extra minutes for you. And it's so good. It's so good. I can't even like I've never read Genesis in the amount of depth that we have gone into in this no in this series. No, we studied it. We did. We studied the entire book. It was awesome. And it only took three months. Literally. We started this when January twenty seventh or in around that time. And it's now May. So how many five months? Five months. That can't be right. Yeah. But it was the end of January, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Four or five months. Four or five months. Almost half a year to get through one book. We got 65 more to go, y'all. <laughs> and it only gets better. It only gets better from here. I don't know how we're going to do the Psalms. Anyway, that's that's a question for another day. <laughs> Maybe sprinkle those in with. Anyway. So that brings our episode to a close. That was the re- whole entire recap of Genesis. 
Um, and we hope you enjoyed everything so far. Everything so far. The Please recap. Feel free episodes. to reach out to us with feedback. Follow us wherever we get your podcast. Yes, our email address is allergic to grace at gmail.com we're gonna have socials at some point at y'all. some point we're just trying to getting this figured out yeah we're having a lot of trouble with the microphonase <laughs> yeah we can't even handle that let alone <laughs> anyway it's a struggle but we'll get there eventually by god's grace <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so thank you so much for tuning into today's episode we hope you've enjoyed the time we've spent in god's word and we hope to see you next time where we will be discussing exodus chapters one through two. Thanks for listening.